Welcome to the keynote podcast from Kingdom Faith. Today's message is by Pastor Colin Urquhart. Our faith. We stand daily in the flow of God's free gifts to us, and we can rejoice that a greater revelation of His glory awaits us. This is our sure and certain hope. And the session I did with you students yesterday was important as we went through Hebrews 11 because we see that all God's purposes in the Old Testament are by faith and that that same faith and those same principles are reproduced in the New Testament. Uh, If others on the team want to hear that, you can probably download it somehow or other or get hold of the recording. All God's purposes are by faith. Now, we had set before us by Pastor Clive right at the beginning of the year that God's purpose is for us to to have God break through in our lives that his life may break out of us. This isn't, of course, a, a new concept. I was reading something by Andrew Murray the other day, and uh, this was written well over a hundred years ago, and he said, it is only by faith that the life of God within us can break out. Those are the words he used. So, it is by faith that God breaks through into our lives, and it's by faith that he will break out of our lives. So, we need to understand how we are to apply that faith, to use the faith that God has given us in the place where we are with him now. He's brought us in these last few days to a place where we're really just in his presence great sense of peace and stillness. You know, there's two kinds of quiet. Quiet where nothing's happening and quiet where God is actually dealing with people. And what you will probably find has been happening in that quiet as you've been on your faces before him, as you were yesterday, for example, and on Friday, is that God will be showing you things. Showing you things about himself. Showing you things about yourself. And showing yourself about things in relation, yourself, to himself. Now, the reason why he does that is to give us his perspective on things. So we begin to see the situation in our lives and to understand his purposes with his eyes. We need the mind of Christ. And it's when we're in his presence like that, before his throne, that he can actually impart to us the mind of Christ. That's why you get nowhere if you just lie on your face thinking about yourself. 
And as I've said to you many times, you keep talking to God until he begins to talk to you. Then you shut up and listen. And in the stillness like that, you see, God can speak, God can reveal more and more of his perception on your life, on your situation, on what he wants uh, to do in you and with you and through you. When God speaks, of course, it is always for us to believe what he says. Now, what is unbelief rather than faith is going over things that God has already dealt with. And that's one of the things that the enemy tries to encourage What I mean is this. If God has dealt with you about a situation, something in the past, some sin, some area of disobedience, and you have repented of that and, and know that God has forgiven, there is absolutely no point in even thinking about those things again because they don't exist. They don't even exist. If, if they have been covered by the blood, then they don't exist. And there's no point in mulling over things that don't exist. There are always things in Christians' past that they regret. You wish if you could have your time all over again that you wouldn't have done that or you wouldn't have done this or whatever. And the enemy likes to remind people of those things, but they're history. And you see, Jesus said that those who look back are not fit for the kingdom because the only way to exercise faith is to look forward. And as I was showing you yesterday, the, what is in the future is our hope, but faith and hope have to operate together. That it's through faith that we fulfill what we hope for. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see, it says in Hebrews 11.1. 1. And Paul is saying the same thing in those verses that I just read. It's by faith in God's grace that we see the fulfillment of what we hope for. So everything is going to be by God's grace, but it's for us to have faith in his grace. So <clears throat> God's purpose in being the author and perfecter of our faith is not simply that we may get healed or believe for his provision but we need faith for his purposes to be fulfilled in our lives. And that's the kind of faith we need to see operating in our lives at this moment. So when we're meeting with God, when we're on our faces and there's that sense of his presence, your faith needs to be kicking in. This is where you see when you're before the throne... The word of God says there is mercy. Okay, so 
any of the situations that God reveals to you about yourself or about your relationship with him where the mercy of God is required, then that mercy is available to you and God will surely deal with those issues, not with issues that have already been dealt with. It's unbelief to go back over those things again. If you believe in the power and the victory of the blood, you have victory over everything in the past. Uh, and God doesn't want us dragging up stuff that has already been dealt with. It it's just no longer exists. What he is concerned about is what is happening in your life now. So there is the mercy for any issue that God needs to deal with now. But also before the throne, there is the grace. Grace that we need in order to see the, the will of God being outworked in our lives. And that's the grace that Paul is talking about here. We have been made completely acceptable to him. Now, when you're on your face, you see, in the Holy of Holies, you have been made completely acceptable to him. That has already happened through what Jesus has done. So your faith is first in the cross, that you have been crucified with Christ, that you no longer live, that the person you were no longer lives. So you're not concerned with the person you were, but only with the person that you are. And the person that you are has been cleansed and washed by the power of the blood. That's what God has been doing these last three weeks, three or four weeks. Constantly talking to us about the blood and the power of the blood and the purifying of the blood, the cleansing of the blood. So he's done that. And yes, there were always ways in which we need to keep receiving that mercy, but not going over the same ground that we've already gone over. You see, if you're doing that, then you're in, actually you're not in faith, you're in unbelief. That last time you brought it before the Lord, it wasn't dealt with. Well, that's doubting the, the um, power of his blood. It's doubting the faithfulness of God in honoring the blood of his son. So it's very important that we see, okay, what is past, even yesterday is history. Tomorrow doesn't exist. This is why Jesus says you only have today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't even think about tomorrow. And don't look back on yesterday. Today is the only day that you have in your life at this moment. And today is the day of salvation. Today is the day when you hear his voice, you don't harden your heart, but you respond to what it is he says. So we've been made completely acceptable through our faith in Jesus Christ. He did the work on the cross and by the shedding of his blood, but that only became reality in your life when you exercise faith. Now, this is true about all the purposes of God. They only become real in our experience when you exercise faith. doesn't matter what God wants to do and needs to do in your life. 
It doesn't happen until you exercise faith. As soon as you exercise faith, then God's will and God's purposes can be fulfilled in your life. This is what you see in the ministry of Jesus. He is the author and perfecter of our faith because he always walked by faith. He always lived by faith. He lived in that dependence upon his father, knowing that he could do nothing himself. So when we're on our faces before God, he brings us to the end of ourselves. That's a breakthrough moment. You read any books about genuine revival by people that have experienced revival, not just by people that are writing about revivals that they never experienced. But you read the writings of the revivalists and they talk about being broken before God. And you see, God will break out of your life when you're broken before God. And when you're broken before God, it means that you've come to that place of realizing your nothingness before God, but also realizing that your nothingness doesn't matter. Your nothingness doesn't matter. You see, even Jesus, we, we saw the other day, even Jesus, as Paul says in um, Philippians chapter 2, he made himself nothing. He emptied himself when he became man. He made himself nothing. So we come to the place where we realize I'm nothing. I really am nothing before God. I mean, how can I measure myself before God? In and of myself, I am nothing. Yet in him, I am totally acceptable. In him, I have been made a child of God. In him, I am a co-heir with Christ. In him, I have the fullness of life. Apart from him, I can do nothing. Apart from him, I would be nothing. And this is the lesson, of course, that Jesus was teaching Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. The more you understand your weakness and your nothingness, the more the power of God can actually be experienced and, and expressed in your life. If because you have an anointing, you feel that you have to do something, even all that God has been talking to us this term about impartation then you haven't quite got the message yet. You see, we impart, not because we can do something, but because of what God will do through us, if by faith we impart his life, his power, his healing, his grace in his name. You are just a channel. I am just a channel. His is the life. His is the power. Our faith is to trust that when as believers, we lay hands on the sick, they will recover because that's what the word of God says. But it's totally dependent, you see, upon our faith in him. I believe that if I lay hands on someone, Jesus is imparting his life. My hands become his hands. It isn't that I've got any healing in my hands. All the healing is in him. Hallelujah. Our hands are just an instrument for him to use. But all that is through the operation of faith. So 
faith is going to operate when we're before the throne of God. But also, if God is going to break out of our lives, it's going to be because of the faith that we exercise when we are before the throne of God. You see, you meet with God in the full assurance of faith. You get up and you go out in his name in the full assurance of faith. That what happens between you and the Lord as we seek him now, is actually going to determine what fruitfulness comes out of your life. I mean, what's the purpose of seeking God like this? Because not everybody in every church even gets remotely near seeking God in the way that we have been in these last weeks. And that's not said in judgment upon others, but, I mean, what's the purpose of doing it? The purpose of doing it is that we want to see the purpose of God. We want to see multiplication. We want to see harvest. And those things only come by faith. You see, when Jesus fed the multitude, the 5,000 and later the 4,000, he was teaching the disciples a lesson. He was helping them to understand not just that he could do the miraculous, but the harvest and multiplication only comes by faith. You see, when he said to the disciples, you feed them, they came with all the rational arguments as to why that was impossible. But it says in the scripture that Jesus knew already what he would do. Why? Because Jesus was looking at the situation with the eyes of faith. And that's what God is doing when you're on your face before him. He's helping you to stop seeing things as you have been seeing them and begin to see them as he sees them with the eyes of faith, with what God can do in the situation if we believe him. You will receive whatever you ask in prayer if you believe. As you believe, so it shall be. Again and again, Jesus is, is saying the same thing. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. But what does it mean for the word of God to abide or to live in us? We believe what he says. We believe the, the place we have in him. We believe what he says in his word. And so he says, in that case, you can ask for whatever you wish. It's all a matter of faith. But it's faith that needs to come out of relationship with God because People can exercise principles of faith without that kind of relationship and still see a certain amount happen, but they won't see revival. There was a whole faith movement some years ago, and that impacted many churches in many ways and many good positive things came out of it. There were some distortions, really, about an overemphasis on prosperity and things like that. But I haven't found a faith church, as they were called then, that ever experienced revival. Because, you see, there was a dimension of holiness that was missing. And without holiness, you don't see the full purpose of God. And a very interesting thing happened. I'm not going to mention any names, but the two leading people in, in uh, what was called the faith movement in those days. They had an enormous followings and they had magazines and so on. And there came a point where they, they wrote, they, they devoted actually 
uh, a whole um, edition of the magazine to talking about holiness. And so I was told the response to that was immediately a, a, quite a big decline in the financial giving into their ministries. What was the result? They stopped talking about holiness. You see, faith in the sense of our personal prosperity is not God's purpose. He wants us to prosper. Surely, he always wants us to prosper in every way. But the purpose of faith is not to prosper, but to see the will of God. And, and the whole purpose of what God is doing as we seek him, as he's making abundantly clear to us, is we seek him for the impact we can make on others. Not seeking for ourselves. In fact, what does Jesus say? If you're going to follow me, you're not going to seek for yourself. You're going to deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. But if we seek first the kingdom of God, everything else will be added to us. I don't want an aircraft and a ranch and this and that and the other because I don't need that for my ministry. What I need is everything I need for my ministry. If I can live in a terrace house and have a little smart car, that's all I need for my ministry at this point. I don't need all that other stuff. And it's not a witness, as far as I'm concerned, to anybody else, if I had that kind of wealth. I don't judge people that have gone that route. If they believe that's how God's leading them, God bless them. But it certainly isn't the way that God's leading me, and I don't believe it's the way that God is going to move in revival power. We want to see nations changed. We don't want to just see a people of faith prospering in the middle of the nation. We want to, to be leaven in the lump. We want to make an impact. God needs to do in our lives whatever is necessary so that his life breaks out. Not just that we have provision and this, that, and the other. So we've got to, we've got to get the right concept of faith. I don't have a need. I, for years and years and years and years and years, my wife and I have not had, had a single financial need. And you see, it, it's because, not that I've got accumulated wealth or anything like that, it's because God is faithful in fulfilling his promises. That if you seek first his kingdom, everything else will be added to you. You don't have any financial worries. You don't have to be concerned about, and I mean, you know, the more property you've got, the more responsibilities you have to look after it. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't want too much. And when we lived in community and you own nothing, that was freedom. Because what I learned in that time is you don't have possessions, but possessions have you. And I, I never want to be in that kind of situation where I'm possessed by my possessions. You understand what I'm saying? So, praise God, he's going to prosper you in every way. He's going to provide for you in every way. That's not in doubt. But what he is concerned about is that our lives are a living sacrifice. Yes. That actually we want the holiness of God. We want his righteousness. We want 
that purity of heart. We want whatever he wants so that he can break out of our lives in the way that he desires. It's all by his grace, but it's faith in his grace that we need. So, you know, God, I don't think, you know, no, I, I, say, I say it to people, I've never prayed for money. If you pray for money, somehow you've missed the point. Because if we are fulfilling what God wants, if we are seeking first his kingdom, then the money and everything else will be added to us. And we learned in community when none of us owned anything or had anything, everything was, was literally by faith, that if there was a, a, a lack of money at any point, God was speaking to us. And it was important for us to hear what he was saying. When we heard what he was saying and responding, then there would be the flow again. But he is always faithful to his word. He's always faithful to his promises. So when, whenever there's need, I just keep praising God for his faithfulness and praising God that he will bring us through to the place where we need to be so that we do prosper, so that there is his abundance. Because he spoke to us right at the beginning of term about how his purpose is for abundance, but not for us in a selfish way, so that there is an abundance of provision for the work of the kingdom. And I believe with all my heart that's God's purpose. Abundance. Because he's abundant God. It's abundant life. It's abundant, it is abundant prosperity, but for the right reasons and to be exercised in the right way. So hallelujah. I'll go easy jet instead of having my own jet. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, I mixed with some of, of some of these characters, you know, and I, 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 I really do try not to judge any other brother for the way in which they go, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm British. <laughs> and I know my place. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Praise God. I don't want a worldly mentality to interfere with my kingdom prosperity. So, how are we going to exercise faith at this particular juncture where God has brought us now? What are you believing? See, when you're on your face, what are you believing? Are you waiting for God to do something? Well, he's waiting for you to believe. Because he will do what you believe. So when you're on your face, when you're on your knees or whatever, what are you believing? I think God has brought us to the place where we're not believing for things, not believing for money, even though you may have to pay your fees and so on. 
That isn't what is preoccupying you. But what are you believing? When you came in here this morning, what did you, what did you believe? What did you believe God would do before 9.30? Perhaps you didn't believe anything. So if you didn't believe anything, you can't expect to receive anything. Huh? This is the way God works. He always works by faith. All his grace is available to us, but only through the exercise of faith. So did you pray before the meeting this morning, Lord, what do you want me to believe this morning? In what way do you want to meet with me this morning? How do you want to impart to me this morning? Because faith is always a response to the initiative of God, to the purpose of God. But you see, if we're going to have movement day by day, then there's going to be faith day by day. So that's one approach. Another approach is that you are getting desperate. If you're not desperate yet, God will wait until you are desperate. So desperate for what you want from him, that when you're on your face, you will be crying out to him for him to do what he's already shown you he needs to do in you and what he wants to impart to you. Sometimes, you see, God makes it clear that there's something he wants to impart to us and that becomes a focus. He is the focus, but making him the focus, we make what it is he has shown us he wants to do, he wants to impart, he wants to give. And so your seeking of him is to seek the fulfillment of that which he has already spoken to you. Realizing that he will be dealing with you if there are things that he needs to do in you before he can fulfill that which he has declared to you. That's why, as we look at Scripture, the promises of God, and when God says that he's going to do something, he's giving you a promise. When he says there's something he wants to impart to you, that's a promise. But not all the promises of God are fulfilled immediately because often there is a condition that goes with the promise. If you do this, I will do that. And so God deals with us and, and we need that faith to inherit the promises of God with patience. So if if what he shows us, he wants to do in us, doesn't happen immediately, we don't go at all gaga about it. We think, okay, Lord, I'm going for that day by day until that which you have said happens. I know it's released within me. I know you have broken through in my life in a way that you need. And if that 
If what is necessary for that to happen is to bring me to a greater place of brokenness before you, then I believe you to do that, Lord. And I want you to do that. I want you to do whatever you need to do so that I can come into your best purposes. Through death into life. It's always through the cross. It's always through the blood and then by the spirit. It's the principle by which God always works. So there's always a further dying to self. Hallelujah. (laughs) When we go through these periods of, of really seeking God intensively like this, my wife says to me, you know, here we go again. Because we've been through it so many times. But, but that's all right. That's all right. It doesn't matter how many times we, we need to go through it. Because what we're seeking is the further purpose of God. But she knows, as I know, there's always a cost that you can't rush into God's best. God said to me the other day, he said, To obtain all the things that are best in the life of the spirit is always costly because if I made those best things available cheaply nobody would appreciate them and they would misuse them I knew exactly what he meant if you want the best you have to give the best and and that's more of what God works in us as we seek him that fuller and fuller surrender of ourselves to him. Hallelujah. But the faith to take hold of what he's saying. I'm believing. I, you know, I'm not wanting to draw attention to myself, but I just want to hope you to see how this works out in practice. I believe. I pray. But I believe. Every day. Every day of my life now, more of God's holiness, more of his life, more of his love, more of his power is impacting me. Every day there's progress. Every day. Sometimes I may experience something. Usually I experience nothing, but I believe it all the same. For several days, perhaps the last couple of weeks, I haven't had what I would call an encounter with God where something, you know, physically happened. Yesterday, he breathed his spirit into me in a fresh way. I haven't, you know, that's how I received the Holy Spirit 55 years ago when I was baptized in the spirit. He literally physically breathed his spirit. He did something like that yesterday while we were here in the 8 o'clock. Fine, but... Every day I'm making progress. And if God does a thing like that every now and again, hallelujah. If he doesn't do that uh, every day, hallelujah. Because it's not dependent upon experiences like that. It's dependent upon faith. What do I believe? Because you see, if the life of of God is going to break out of my life. It's only going to be because I'm operating by faith. So if I can't operate by faith before God, how am I going to operate by faith out there in the world? 
This is your proving ground. And then you see the evidence of it. I'm going to Italy this coming weekend for a weekend of ministry. But I believe with all my heart I'm going to see the power of God like I haven't seen in Italy for years because of what God has been working in me. I'm going with that kind of faith. I'm going with that expectation. Why? Because I believe the life that God has been imparting to me these last few weeks is going to break out of me in a new way, in a greater way than the last time I was in Italy. So I'm expecting much more to happen this weekend. It's going to be exciting to see how that happens. It isn't that it's going to be dependent upon me. It's simply that I'm going to believe God in a way that I didn't believe him last time I went. Because faith is growing. Faith is getting stronger. Dependence upon him is getting stronger. I'm receiving more and more impartation from him by faith. Hallelujah. So every time I come in here, every day I come in here, my expectation is I'm going to get more. I'm going to get more. There's no doubt about it. There's no question. By the end of the meeting, I've got more. Because that's what I believe. If I believe and I come in here, I'm going to have more by the end of the meeting. By the end of the meeting, I'm going to have more. This is the way God works. This is faith. And as I explained to you, you know, the fullness, even Jesus couldn't contain the fullness of the life of heaven within his humanity. He had to empty himself. That's why he lived in dependence upon the Father, so that he could draw on the fullness that was his all the time. So it's not that I have more for me, but I have more for others. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of faith. It's the whole point of responding to the calling of God. That we're not here for ourselves. We're here in order to be equipped to be the people of God that will make an impact on the world around us, on the lives of other people. So God has to get us through all that selfish motivation of thinking, right, I want more for myself. No, I want more for others. I want to be a hose pipe, not a bucket. But I want the bore of the hose pipe to get bigger and bigger and bigger so it becomes, you know, not even like a downpipe, but like a big water main. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this is good. This is good. I. You know, I've been saying, okay, Lord, where can we go now? Everybody's quiet before you. I get that because, you know, you go through this phase. But now it's going it's to begin to get noisier now because people are going to understand nothing's going to happen unless I believe. And if I believe, I have to express my faith because believing isn't a thought. Hello? Believing isn't a thought. Oh, yes, I have to have an attitude of faith, but I have to speak my faith because it isn't faith until I speak it. If I don't speak it, it's not faith. It doesn't become faith until I speak it. When I speak it, it becomes faith. Hallelujah. 
That's why when people came to Jesus, he, he knew what they wanted, but he made them speak it. Even blind Bartimaeus, pretty apparent what he wanted. But Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? He had to speak it. I want my sight back. Okay. Spoke on your faith. Next thing, Bartimaeus is healed. According to your faith. It's done. You have to speak it. So every day, you speak your faith. See, what does the scripture say? You come before the throne with sincere heart in full assurance of faith. But you don't have the full assurance of faith if you don't speak it. So you don't assume that God knows what you want. You speak it. You declare it. You lay hold of that inheritance that is yours in Christ. And you don't ask him, Lord, would you do, give me more of your life? Because I think God says, I don't know, would I? You've asked a question, so you get a question back. But if you believe, Lord, I take hold of more of your life, he says, great, that's my boy, go for it. Can you understand? Hallelujah. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. Certain of what we do not see. There is no limit to what God wants to impart to you. So that you have much more to impart to others. You become a greater channel of his grace. I've done. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So every time we come in here, it's with the full assurance of faith. Yeah, thank you that you've got a nice, humble heart now. God has been doing that in you. Praise his name. Now he wants to see the full assurance of faith. The full assurance of faith. Every day advance. Every day more. So let him hear you. Let him hear your faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it's not for yourself. You have to receive it. But remember, it's so that you can be a blessing to others. So that you can fulfill the purpose of God. So that his life will break out of your life in a new way hallelujah you're not seeking personal prosperity you're seeking kingdom prosperity hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. 
Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Papara sandara batapari eletu bakala sandam. O papara satabari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O papara sandari 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 eletu bakala sitari O papara sadabari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O ratapari eletu bakala sandari basandam. E papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sandari elenam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. 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 O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandara masutam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. O papara sandari eletu bakala sitari sandam. Yes. Papara zandari elero bakala zandari. Yes, yes, yes. Papara zandari elero bakala zandari elero bakala zandara. Oh, papara zandari elero bakala zandara. Oh, papara zandari elero bakala zandara. It's all His grace. Papara zandari elero bakala zandari zandara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Papara zandari elero bakala sitari sandama. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Jesus. Papara zandari elero bakala sitari elero bakala sandari elero bakala sandama. Come on, Jesus. 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 O parasandari elero bakala satari elero bakala sidi. O parasandari elero bakala sidi sandama. O parasandari elero bakala sidi sandara basundama. O parasandari elero bakala sandari elero. O papara zandari elero bakala zitari sandama. O papara zandari elero bakala zina. 
Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. E Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. O Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. O Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. Letter of a calacita de Santana. E Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. O Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. O Paparazandaria, letter of a calacita de Santana. Letter of a calacita O paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandara basota risandara O paparazandaria lero bakalasita O paparazandaria lero bakalasita O paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandama O paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandama O paparazandaria lero bakalasita balandama O paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandama 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 O paparazandaria lero bakalasandama E pastakalaria lero bakalasandara Oh hallelujah 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 O paparazandaria lero bakalasandama Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Paparazandara basandama. Oh, come on, just lay hold of God. Lay hold of Jesus. Lay hold of your inheritance. Lay hold of your inheritance. God loves to see the faith that lays hold of inheritance. Paparazandaria lero bakarazandama. Paparazandaria lero bakarazandama. Oh, paparazandaria lero bakarazitri sandama. E paparazandaria lero bakarazitri sandama. E paparazandaria lero bakarazitri sandama. Oh, paparazandaria lero bakarazandaria lero bakarazinama. Oh, paparazandaria lero bakarazitri sandama. O paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandama. Lay hold of, lay hold, lay hold by faith. Faith in his grace. Faith in his grace. Faith in his desire to give. Faith in his desire to impart. Paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandama. O paparazandaria lero bakalasita risandama. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, his life is breaking through into your life. His life is breaking through into your life. Oh, yes, 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 yes. O papara zandari elero bakala sitri sandama O papara zandari elero bakala sitri sandama O papara zandari elero bakala sitri sandama E papara zandari elero bakala sitri sandama O papara zandari elero bakala sitri sandari elero bakala zandari elenama O papara zandari elero bakala zinama Come on Jesus Come on Jesus Come on, Jesus. 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 More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. More of you, Jesus. Much, much more of you, Lord. More of you in my life. More of your love. More of your grace. More of your life. More of your power. More of you. More of your holiness. More of your presence. More of you, Jesus. More of your faith in me. More of your faith within me. More of your faith. You are the perfecter of my faith. I want more of your faith. More of your faith, Lord. O papara zandari eleroba karazandama papara zandari eleroba come on you're a nation changer you're a nation changer papara zandari eleroba karazandama o papara zandari eleroba karazitrisandama o papara zandari eleroba o papara zandari eleroba karazitrisandama o papara zandari eleroba karazinama Come on, you're a kingdom person. You're a kingdom person. Papara zandari eleroba kala zandari eleroba. O papara zandarama. You seek first his kingdom. You seek first his kingdom. Hallelujah. Papara zandama. Rule and reign in me, Lord. Rule and reign in me. Rule and reign in me, Jesus. Papara zandaraba zinama. Your sovereign will. Your sovereign will in my life. Your sovereign will, Lord. Not your permissive will. Your sovereign will. 
O papara batari elero bakara zanduma. O papara zandari elero bakara ziduma. O papara zatabari elero bakara zanduma. Oh, it's all for you, Lord. It's all for you. It's for your purpose. It's for your will. It's for your kingdom. It's all for you, Jesus. It's all for you, Lord. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Lord, we want to feed multitudes. We want to see you feeding multitudes. We want to see you feeding multitudes. Harvest, harvest, harvest. Multiplication. Lord, we're contending for multitudes. Multitudes to be blessed. Multitudes to come into your kingdom. Multitudes to be impacted by your life. We're believing for multitudes, Lord. Multitudes. Five thousand households and more 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 all for your glory all for your glory all for your glory Oh, this is sounding more like a revival prayer meeting this morning. Come on, don't ease up, don't ease up. Oh, God has got so much more, so much more, so much more, so much more. Come on, Lord. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. More of your life, Lord. More of your life in my life. More of you, Jesus. More of you, Jesus. More of you, Jesus. Oh, more of your spirit, Lord. More of Christ in me. 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 
Paparazandaria Leroba Kalasidaria Leroba. Oh, more of you, Lord. Paparazandaria Leroba Kalasindama. Oh, Paparazandaria Leroba Kalasidarisandama. Oh, Papapa Kalasandaria Leroba Kalasidarisandama. Oh, Paparazandaria Leroba Kalasidarisandama. Oh, Paparazandaria Leroba Kalasidarisandama. Oh, Paparazandaria Leroba Kalasidarisandama. O paparazandaria lero bakalasitri sandama. Oh, come on, Jesus. 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 Paparazandaria lero bakalasitri sandama. O 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 paparazandaria lero bakalasinama. More of you, Jesus. More, 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 more of you, Lord. Paparazandaria lero bakalasitri sandama. O paparazandaria lero bakalasitri sandama. Oh, papara zandaria lero bakalasinama. Come on, more of you, Lord. More of you, Jesus. More of you, Lord. More of you. More of you. Papara zandaria lero bakalasinama. More of you. More of you. More of you. Papara zandaria lero bakalasitarisandama. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Papara zandaria lero bakalasinama. Oh, paparazandaria lero bakalasitama. Paparazandaria lero bakalasitarisandama. Oh, paparazandaria. You have what you believe you have. And you receive what you believe you receive. It's all a matter of faith. Puratapariya letopa. So just thank him now. Thank him for what he's imparted to you this morning. By his grace, it's all his grace. It's faith in his grace. Faith in his grace. John says that the experience of the disciples living with Jesus was that from his fullness we received grace upon grace. See, from his fullness. Because we can't contain all the fullness. But from his fullness we receive grace upon grace. One translation says one blessing after another. The Greek says grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Every day is a day of grace. Every day God wants to be gracious to you. So every day he wants to see that faith in his grace. Hallelujah. Let's just hear that scripture that we began with. We come then to this wonderful conclusion. We have been brought back into right relationship with God and made completely acceptable to him through our faith in Jesus Christ. Through him we now have peace with God that's the place he's brought us to in these last few days. And all 
the blessings of his grace are made available to us by means of our faith. Listen to that again. All the blessings of his grace are made available to you by means of your faith. We stand daily in the flow of God's free gifts to us and we can rejoice that a greater revelation of his glory awaits us. This is our sure and certain hope. There are three things God wants to see in your life and he wants to see these three things increase more and more because he knows if these three things are evident in your life then everything else he desires for you will also be evident faith love and hope Paul said these three things abide these three things remain these three things are eternal faith if there is the faith and you would download all that God wants to impart to you by his grace love if there's his love that's holy love love that will be expressed sacrificially in the way that you live for others walking in the steps of Jesus as you studied last week which means you replicate you reproduce his servanthood that you haven't come to be served but to serve and to give your life not like Jesus did as a ransom for many but to give your life in love faith love hope because you're a person always looking to the future always wanting to take hold of everything that is your inheritance in Christ. Not looking back, looking forward. Not listening to the enemy, wanting you to focus on yourself, but listening to the Holy Spirit who says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord. Thank you that this morning the spirit of faith is operating in this room. Thank you that you are the author and perfecter of our faith. Thank you for the joy that was set before you. You endured the cross. And thank you, Lord, but whatever sacrifices we have to make will be nothing compared with your sacrifice but will lead to the joy, that fullness of joy that comes out of that loving obedience to you. Thank you that you want our joy to be full. You said it, Lord. Rejoicing in your wonderful grace in your mercy, in your great love. So Lord, I pray for each of my brothers and sisters here that in every one of us, when you look upon us, when you look into our hearts, 
there you will see faith, that trust in you, that confidence in you, that dependence upon you that so pleases you. We, you will see love, the love that you have poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You will see, Lord, the way that we want to see that love outworked in our lives. Faith working through love. That, Lord, when you look into our hearts, you see not despair, not negativity, but hope. That assurance that all that you set before us, all your desires and plans, all your promises will surely be fulfilled in every one of our lives. That our faith is sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Thank you, Lord, we're a kingdom people. And we praise your holy name. I thank you, Lord, that every day this week and subsequently, as we come into this room to meet together before your throne, we will come with that spirit of faith, believing that it's going to be progress in your purposes that we will hear from you, we will receive from you. Not that a deposit of life will be simply building up within us, but that we will overflow. That rivers of living water will increasingly flow out of us, breaking out of us. And we praise you, Lord. Come on, let's, let's just finish with a great time of praise. Thanking God. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Praise you for your faithfulness. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was an anointed. Hallelujah. Perhaps we'll all get to the point where we'll, we'll all be going. We're just so delighted in what he's doing. Amen? Well, we're all fools for Christ, aren't we? Isn't that scriptural? Hallelujah. Praise God. You will have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com. 